0: Section 55 of the Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11. By Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton the twenty-eighth and last night of the month. When the evening evened, the king summoned the minister, and bade him tell the story of the king of Hind and his wazir. So he said, hearkening and obedience, give ear, O auspicious king, to the tale of the king of Hind and his wazir. There was once in the Hindland a king illustrious of worth, endowed with understanding and policy, and his name was Shah-bakt. He had a minister, a godly man, and a sagacious, right prudent in reed, conformable to him in governance and just in judgment, for which cause his enviers were many, and many were the hypocrites who sought faults in him and set snares for him, so that they insinuated into King Shabakht's eyes hatred against him, and sowed in his heart despite towards him. And plot followed plot, and their rancor waxed until the king was brought to arrest him and lay him in jail and to confiscate his wealth and degrade him from his degree. When they knew that there was left him no possession for which the king might lust, they feared lest the sovereign release him, by the influence of the vizier's good counsel upon the king's heart, and he return to his former case, so should their machinations be marred and their degrees degraded, for that they knew that the king would need whatso he had known from that man, nor would forget aught wherewith he was familiar in him. Now it came to pass that a certain person of perverted belief found a way to the adorning of falsehood with a semblance of fair-seeming, and there proceeded from him that whereby the hearts of the folk were occupied, and their minds were corrupted by his lying tales, For that he made use of Indian quiddities and forged them into proof for the denial of the Maker, the Creator, extolled be his might and exalted be he and glorified and magnified above the speech of the deniers. He avouched that it is the planets which order all worldly affairs and he set down twelve mansions to twelve zodiacal signs and made each sign thirty degrees, after the number of the days of the month, so that in twelve mansions there are three hundred and sixty, after the number of the days of the year. And he wrought a work, wherein he lied and was an infidel and denied the Deity, be he for ever blessed. Then he laid hold of the King's heart and the enviers and haters aided him against the minister and won the royal favour and corrupted his intent against the Wazir. So that he got of him that which he got, and at last his lord banished him and thrust him away. By such means the wicked man obtained that which he sought of the minister, and the case was prolonged till the affairs of the kingdom became disordered, by dint of ill government, and the most part of the king's reign fell off from him, and he came nigh unto ruin on this wise he was assured of the loyalty of his whilom sagacious wazir and the excellence of his ordinance and the rectitude of his reed so he sent after him and brought him and the wicked man before him and summoning to his presence the lords of his land and the chiefs of his chieftainship gave them leave to talk and dispute and forbade the wicked man from his perverted belief Then arose that wise minister, and skilful and praised Allah Almighty, and lauded him, and glorified him, and hallowed him, and attested his unity, and disputed with the miscreant, and overcame him, and silenced him. Nor did he cease from him, till he compelled him to make confession of repentance from that which he had misbelieved. Therewith King Shabakt rejoiced with exceeding great joy, and cried, Praise be to the Lord who hath saved me from this man, and hath preserved me from the loss of my kingship and my prosperity. So the affair of the wazir returned to order and establishment, and the king restored him to his place, and raised him to higher rank. Lastly he assembled the folk who had striven against him, and destroyed them all to the last man, and how like continued the Wazir is this story to that of myself and King Shah-bakt, with regard to that which befell me of the changing of the king and his crediting others against me, but now is the fairness of my fashion fulfilled in thine eyes, for that Allah Almighty hath inspired thee with wisdom and endowed thee with longanimity and patience to hear from me whatso he allotted to those who forewent us, till he hath shown forth my innocence, and made manifest unto thee the truth. For, lo, and behold, the days are now past, wherein it was declared to the king that I should labor for the loss of my soul, that is, within the month. And look ye, the probation-time is gone by, And past is the season of evil, and it hath ceased by the protection of the king and his good fortune. Then he bowed his head, and was silent. When king shah heard his wazir's speech, he was abashed before him and confounded, and he marvelled at the gravity of his intellect and his long-suffering. So he sprang up to him and embraced him, and the minister kissed his feet. Then the king called for a costly robe of honor, and cast it over Al-Ravan, and honored him with the highmost honor, and showed him a special favor, and restored him to his degree and wazirat. Furthermore he imprisoned those who had devised his destruction with lies and leasing, and gave him full leave and license to pass judgment upon the interpreter who had expounded to him the dream. So the Wazir abode in the ordering of the realm until death came to them. And this, added Charazad, is all, O King of the Age, that hath come down to us of King Shabak and his Wazir End of Section fifty five Recording by Phone